favorite television streaming services. Venture two adventurers going to find the worst of Netflix. <laughs> They watch them, so you don't have to. Hello there. Um, that spooky intro can only mean one thing. Uh, welcome back to the worst of Netflix. Um, now, straight off the bat, uh, as we did reveal um, in the last episode that we did... Uh, we've actually gone to the to the depths. Yeah. Depths. Depths. Um depths. Depths. Me. depths. Of uh, of Amazon depths. <laughs> of Amazon Prime. Yeah, the pits. Uh for this for this uh week's film. The pits of prime. Mm. Yeah. The uh the pissy pits of prime partner. Um Good. Yeah. So New intro. Use yeah. that one. I mean Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, imagine that. Oh, have you uh, heard this new podcast? It's the uh, the podcast that's called The Pissy Pits of Prime. Ha, 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 ha. What was that, pal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, we should probably get on with this podcast. Uh, there's obviously some, some little fella there that's done a little laugh. Yeah. Uh, my little buddy down under, Gaz. Okay. How are you? How's your week been? It's been okay, mate. Um, became an uncle, so... You know that's exciting. Well, I was uh, yeah. I mean, just in case my sister or my sister-in-law listens to this, they won't. They won't. Uh, I was already an uncle, yeah. but uh, but now I became an, an yeah. unofficial uncle. Um, mm. As of you, in a way. Are we saying that on this? Are we saying this in a podcast? I think so. Yeah. Well, look. I mean, we can always edit he, it out. Here's here's a thing. Here's here's a thing that should be acknowledged. Our listeners will be going, "What the heck." What the heck? Because uh, they'll be thinking, I saw the schedule for uh, this month's fan critical <laughs> releases and and I mm. wrote down the schedule in my diary. And I know for a fact that this podcast is supposed to be 60 minutes to midnight featuring mm. the three minute men. Um, wow. What's happened, John? Um, Len's uh, gone and stole a baby. Yeah, he did. Um, from someone. Yeah, um, which is bizarre because his missus is expecting. Um, no, so so Lens Lens had a little little baby, um, little fella. So there you go. You know, you've tuned in. You've gone. Oh, brilliant! They, they're doing another worse than Netflix. They're not waiting six months to do another one. <laughs> so you're already happy. Congrats to uh, I won't say our leader, but certainly um, he does the most boring. He does the most boring the pod. work. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so um, as I've said before, um, we we have gone to a different sewer, uh, a different yeah. bin, a bargain bin, if yes. you will, yes, uh, for this week's film. Um, now, we're, we're covering something this week that I've wanted us to cover for a long time. Um, and as is kind of tradition with me on these podcasts, I tend to be the person that picks the film that's a treat. Mm. Um, whereas you just go through the IMDb of the Wayans brothers, but mm-hmm. so so this week uh, we've gone with uh, the 2018 banger, yeah, uh, the yeah, Velocipasta. Boy. Yeah, boy. Um, yeah, actually, maybe stick the intro in the music in this film, obviously. So talk to me, Gaz. You had the choice of three films last week um, and picked this. If I could turn back uh, time. Straight off the bat. Mm. Yeah. That was um, sh- That's share, isn't it? <laughs> Add that in as well. Um, was it a wise choice? Um, it's hard to say because surprisingly I didn't spend my week watching Llamageddon and whatever the other film was. So... <laughs> So killer cipher, killer cipher. Oh my god! How how could I forget? Um, <laughs> so I have no comparison points there. What I will mm. say is, 
I'm glad I've watched this film. I'm glad I've ticked that off. Yeah. Um, a list of things to do in my life. Mm. Uh, visit Machu mm. Picchu. Watch Velocipasta. Uh, those were the top two, yeah. and now they're both done. So. I know, and it's amazing you get Signal on uh, on Machu Picchu as well to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, there you go. Yeah. Um, I I wonder if there's a person on the planet that's watched Velocipasta, um, at Machu Picchu. That that would be, maybe that's something we can do. So our, our Patreon listeners, mm. we, right? What we're going to do? We're going to stick a tear in, and obviously you get like monthly donations. It'll be like, I think at the moment we're probably raking in like two hundred dollars a month. I'm probably not allowed to say that, but that is what it is. Definitely more. So if we can get that to five thousand dollars a month, <laughs> I personally, or you know anyone else, um, maybe not Len because of the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe one of us. It would probably have to be one of us, given that this is the film that we've covered. Yeah. Um, $5,000, if we can get up to that per month. But do you know what? We'll both go. Let's go. We will go to we'll Machu Picchu, little tablet. We'll download it, because we're not going to get any signal up there. Mm. And we'll watch Velocipasta yeah. um, at Machu Picchu. So there you go. Yeah, I think that's that's reasonable. Um, hmm. I, yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm, I'm definitely... I'm definitely going. So yeah, uh, I'm, I'm glad that we can share that experience. Um, I, d- I do have a baby due in a couple of weeks though, so if we can do that super quickly, that'd be ideal. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Patreon listeners, don't be selfish. Yeah. You know, he's got a baby on the way. Yeah. Um, could be any minute now. Who knows? Oh, literally. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I I was going to go into reviews, but I genuinely want to get your thoughts on the film as as a whole. Mm. Don't obviously give us a score, but you, I mean, look, if you pick a film called The Velocipasta, yeah. anything could happen. Yeah. Um. What 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 were your overall thoughts on the film? All right. So so no bloob scores yet. Obviously, no as, bloobs. as is tradition. Yeah. Again, we do save that till the end here at the Pits of Prime. Mm. Um. <laughs> No, we're still called the West Netflix. Um, but yeah. I guess one of the things I didn't expect with this going into this film is how annoying I would find it. And like, it's it's an it's an annoying film because it's it doesn't take itself seriously. It's obviously meant mm. as a as a comedy to an extent. And so then what? it's like, <laughs> but the problem with that is that you then have to go, all right, is this, are the things that it's doing for comedic effect, are they funny? And I don't want to watch the v- Velocipasta going, is this actually funny or, and and what was annoying is that some of the bits in there were quite well written jokes, like... There were times where I was like, this yep. this is actually funny. And then times where I was like, this is awful, which is also funny, but funny for a different reason. Yeah. That's why I find it a, an annoying film to talk about. Um, the, uh, I, I think I watched, <laughs> I think I watched some sort of preview version of the film because uh, there were moments, and I did send you a <laughs> screenshot of this, say a screenshot, yeah, a photo of my TV. <laughs> Um, yeah, saying um, VFX car on fire rather than actually giving yeah. us a car on fire. Um, it's good that. Yeah, so I wonder if the final, obviously like edited director's cut version might be slightly slicker. Um, mm. It's it's yeah. very cheap. And, Once they get that hundred million dollar sign off, I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and or I mean, sh- surely there will be a sequel. If there isn't already, <clears throat> definitely. But, yeah, and I would have thought, yeah, I, I would have thought that's a, a, a stick on. And that, I mean, that's that's got that's got serious budget potential. I, it's uh, it was a fun watch. I'm I'm going to be honest, and it was short, which is the thing that I'm most appreciative of. It was it was 70 minutes yeah. long. Um, yeah, which is loved it. Why this is one of my favorite of our worst of Netflix viewings. Easy, mm-hmm. and it has to be said. Um, I think this is going to be a quite short episode of The Worst of Netflix, um, simply because it is a short film. Yep. Um, there's not a lot to talk about, <laughs> um, I'll yeah. be honest. 
Um, but I am glad that you've gone down the route of, I guess, uh, is it is it trying to be funny, mm-hmm. like, or 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 does it genuinely think it is funny? I, like, I I get that. I get the there's a conflict there. Yeah, where it's kind of like, I mean, that's shit. So I'll I'll crack up. <laughs> yeah. And then there's other bits where it's like they actually think this is hilarious. Yeah. Like they've gone out of their way to really Yeah, so so I get that. And actually that is on brand with the two reviews that we have. Ooh. So I'm I'm gonna go with, with the first review, which is uh from IMDB. It's a ten out of ten, so a five bloob. Um the person who's reviewed this is Lan Lanaris. So Daenerys, but with an L instead of a D. Yep. Uh, Linaris 11. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> okay, of course. So apparently there was 10 other Linarises. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a football team. The Linaris 11. Um, and the title is uh, One Man's Trash is Another Man's Treasure. Good. Uh, this movie is without a doubt a masterful work of hilarious garbage. <laughs> yeah. The climax literally had me in tears. It was so good. This movie is very dumb and wonderfully done. I'd recommend it to anyone who loves stupid movies as it aced the genre, in my opinion. I would definitely say it's self-aware. The script, acting and plot are A1 material for those who love these type of films. It's just the right amount of stupid and the length of the (laughs) film was ideal for well-rounded entertainment. Basically, I'm in love. This is a type of movie that would be best described as if a group of college film kids received a small grant, knew they shouldn't aim for Hollywood standards, and created a well-done, fun, and stupid movie. (laughs) It's because of the understanding the creators had. I would say the undertaking of this film was genius. If you are looking for an actual good movie, (laughs) this is not for you. But it is for those who enjoy low-budget sci-fi films like Sharknado, Rubber, and Evolution, or a very high-budget film like The Meg. So there you go. So I would say I'm kind of... Yeah, I'm on that boat. I'm on that boat a little bit, I think. Like, I think it is... I mean, it it is very self-aware. I mean, there's one bit in particular where it's like um, Doug... And it's actually my favourite part um, because I saw it in the trailer and I was like, this is going to be delicious, this film. Yeah. Where it's like, he just goes, what? What? That just cracked me up. Yeah. Just doubled up on the what. Yeah. And like the numerous like zoom ins as well. The shaky camera zoom cracked me up. But this, I think the... the I wouldn't say that it's very self-aware. I'd say it is self-aware a lot of the time and then other times i'm like are you do you know that that's what annoys mm. me that's why it's not yeah. quite no I get, I get it i get yeah. it i get it and um look uh dave hyphen nine four six four three four i added the last three numbers just in case you want to go and look him up <laughs> um but the uh the subject is that's just his surname. um <laughs> he's lithuanian yeah uh, look you know we 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 will allow uh reviews from robots um <laughs> so that's absolutely fine um so the subject here is bad in every way mm. and then a little full stop which is uh rare <laughs> in a subject um not so bad it's funny just bad there was no attempt at realism <laughs> humor or logic just some homemade dino and ninja costumes, which were apparently worn by some senior citizens, judging by their fighting skills. Mm. So way below expectations. Worse than the trailer, which I didn't see first, but it's on YouTube. Sometimes this type of movie can be surprisingly creative or ironically funny, but this is 100% dud without redemption. Unless... It was made by junior high students, in which case, B+, since you guys learn to film and edit. Now take a writing class. Oh, So, there you go. Sting. Sting at Dave's the end. Dave's not happy. 
Dave the Scorpion, yeah. uh, three two eight four nine B, as we call him. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's a link to Dave nine four six four three four's um, writing class, uh, which he's peddling on IMDb. <laughs> um, yeah. He's written the exact same review for Pulp Fiction, so there you go. <laughs> um, Good. But uh, but yeah, so mm. pretty scathing, pretty scathing. Yeah, he's not happy. He's not happy. Yeah, I'm, I'm harsh. I'm somewhere in between. I'll be honest. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm not as angry as Dave. Uh, I, I'm probably, yeah. Uh, look, I won't. I won't say too much because I don't want to give you my blueberry score. But um, mm. you can probably guess where it's at. Yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. Um, okay. So, you know, if if you're listening to this podcast and um, you've not yet watched the Velocipasta. What? Which I'm assuming is going to be... What? <laughs> um, I'm assuming most people would not have seen it. Um, but, you know, have no fear, because last episode, Gaz decided to introduce a new format Yeah. Uh, where we basically have 60 seconds to cover the entire plot of the film. Mm. Now, when I first did this, I did it in two sentences. But, <laughs> I mean, that would have killed the format dead. Yeah. So I shrung it out a little bit. Um, because genuinely 60 seconds to describe a film, which is basically, you know, priest, revenge, dinosaur, prostitute, ninjas, end. You know, it's like, it's pretty tough. But anyway. I mean, perfect. Um, That's well done. Well, yeah. Well, there you Here's go. our six second summary. So <laughs> yeah. Um, so I've tried to string it out. Um I think it will be sixty seconds. Like, do you know what? It might even be a little bit longer. You know, I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you count me in, Gaz. You can time me if you want. I'm gonna look. I, I've got the timer going, ready to go. <clears throat> I'm excited. Right, we'll start it as soon as I say the word, Doug. What then? Should I have started it already? <laughs> no. All right. Okay. So already. Are you still got? You're on forty seconds left. <laughs> Oh, I'll just use my six-second summary if we're going to be like that. Anyway, right, okay, I'll get cool. ready. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. As soon as you say Doug, I'm hit and start. <clears throat> Clear the old throaty. Doug, a priest, watches his parents die in a car fire with no visual effects. His mentor, Father Stuart, tells him to go travelling where he finds an artefact that turns him into a dragon warrior. Doug begins having nightmares and goes out into a forest late at night as he transforms into a dinosaur. He saves Carol Hooker from being mugged. She tells him to use his new power to fight crime. He refuses. Back at the church, he kills a pimp who is responsible for killing his parents. Cue montage of Doug Carroll enjoying each other's company. Father Stuart tries to remove Doug's power through exorcism. This fails and Father Stuart is seemingly killed by Doug. Doug and Carol have sex, then fight ninjas. Turns out ninja leader, uh, Wai Chang, has Father Stuart, who isn't dead, then kills him anyway. Doug and Carol fight the ninjas. One of them is Doug's younger brother. Doug kills him anyway. Carol is seemingly killed by a giant ninja. Doug turns into a dinosaur and kills everyone, including the head Honjo Wai Chang, who he beheads. Doug takes Carol to hospital. She is fine. The words say, she is fine. Is Doug it? and Carol travel the earth fighting criminals. The end. Oof. Sorry. Uh, look. I, I'm going to admit to some interference there, accidental interference, because you froze on my end, and I thought you were finished, and I was like, you haven't finished the movie yet, mate. Um, but then it seems like that was a glitch. So you, you got there in like 53 seconds. Very good. Well, there you go. There you yeah, go. That's impressive. Um, but but that is... Uh, do you know what? I'm, I'm annoyed that I was that quick, because I had to cut out the entire Vietnam flashback. I mean, so... <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> Why is that yeah, in but, there? But that's it. Yeah, it's bizarre, isn't it? Um, so there you go. Um, Doug, a priest, you know, his parents die. He screams, no. Um, and obviously the, you know, the, the pain is sort of taken away for the viewer when you're just staring at no visual effects <laughs> or the words like car on fire. Car on fire. <laughs> Yeah, uh, which is pretty funny. That's the sequel um, to um, Man on Fire that you pitched. <laughs> <laughs> the threequel. Um, so yeah, um, but but that's it. That's the film. That is that is the end of the film. Yeah. Um, so I feel like we're done. We can probably go into talking about favorite favorite scenes, and and I'll let you lead off. Like, you know, you, you've said that there are some things that you thought. Yeah, pretty funny. Some things that you're a bit unsure because you're like, mm, are they trying? 
is it too is it too good and then it's rubbish like sort of thing yeah so i'll uh, i'll let you go um i think that there are a couple of moments in this film that are genuinely quite funny and sort of reminded me of this is such a niche reference that no none of our listeners would have seen but some bits reminded me of like garth Marenghi's dark place um mm. which 100 percent fantastic that is a, that is a, a amazing mm. to watch anybody um yeah that is a great shout yeah um so i don't know maybe 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 it speaks to my level of maturity but there's a scene where the old like ninja master and the guy that turns out to be Doug's brother are doing like the little laughing thing that is done a lot. It's, <laughs> it's done a lot in in comedy films where the the yeah. bad guy laughs and then his like sidekick or little minion sort of pretends to laugh along. Mm. But it was this one was quite unique and um, just the. the the myriad of uh, of ways that that they laugh and the way that it kept going did that thing where it's like it's like this was funny to start with then it kept going and it became unfunny but then it kept going even longer than yeah. i expected so it became Dragged funny it again um, yeah, it became funny again yeah i i 100% agree <laughs> Yeah, and also again, like the camera work during that scene, <laughs> just bizarre, like pan ups and close ups. Like, I just loved it. It was so funny. Um, I genuinely thought it was hilarious. So, uh, yeah, I thought that was great. Can I can I give you a scene that I didn't think worked though? Oh, go on. Scene that I thought was shit uh, because it was, I don't know. <laughs> it, but this is one where they definitely were words. <laughs> they, well, they were trying to be funny with it. And I was like, see, this is the thing. You're obviously, you're not a comedy writer. This is not made by a, f- a comedy film crew. Um, and it was the whole Vietnam flashback. Like, it, it, as a concept, that's quite funny. Putting in this Vietnam mm. flashback for absolutely no purpose is quite a funny <laughs> idea. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's like Doug's mentor. So he's another another priest who's you know mm. a fair bit older than him um gray hair with a mustache and like the way that the makeup or whatever is done big signifiers of old yeah. yeah absolutely um but the way that him in vietnam is just exactly the same but his mustache is now blonde <laughs> <laughs> that's quite funny yeah yeah actually talking about it i'm a bigger fan of this scene than yes. i thought yeah it is funny and what would have worked even better is if you could just see was he still had his priest costume on underneath <laughs> like that would have cracked me up still got the collar but that's that yeah yeah, yeah it would have been good um it is such a bizarre scene the vietnam mm. thing um yeah but i also think it's it is quite clever because it is just taking the piss out of the whole, like, you know, Doug's mentor has, like, a murky, like, past, but it doesn't mean anything for the film. <laughs> I quite like that. No. I quite like that it's during the exorcism, so you get this flashback, and you're assuming where it's placed is going to at least show, like, Father Stewart how he meets this bizarre guy that's doing the exorcism yeah that's what i thought it was going to be well like, so just as a as a reminder the the exact line before we go to 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 the vietnam flashback is from the mentor saying um what's what's his name is it Stuart or something father Stuart. yeah father Stuart. yeah saying i haven't had to come to altair in years not since i went to china the war And then we go to the flashbacks of him in Vietnam. And then it never connects the dots between (laughs) the war and him being in Vietnam and him going to Altair or whatever his name is. Um, Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Defies convention and expectations. Yeah. Well, there you go. And that's why it's such a smart film. (laughs) Um, It is. The... uh, 
yeah, I mean, that long speech with that guy that's like his best buddy who then just gets shot in the face or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, Ali. And then it's like his wife, his wife, you know, his, his girlfriend turns up out of nowhere. Adeline? Adeline! Adeline! And she's well old at this point as well, so <laughs> God knows like yeah. what they were supposed to be doing there. Um, and she obviously just explodes all over him. Yeah. Um, but then he's two. He's two. Ma- I mean, they're clearly filming in a fucking park somewhere in the US, um, which made me laugh as definitely well. Definitely not Vietnam. Um, definitely not Vietnam. Um, and that's fine, you know. The budget can only go so far, um, and apparently the budget can't can't spring, you know, a, a, an adult sized shotgun because the guy standing to his left is holding <laughs> the smallest pump action shotgun I've ever seen. Yeah. It's hilarious, unless he's a massive guy. I don't know, um, but the way he's holding it as well, it's just like it must weigh like nothing, just a bit of crappy bit of plastic or something. Um, and the way they just sort of casually just come over and comment on the fact that his wife's just exploded. Um, that, that, that did make me laugh. There's nothing we can do for her now. <laughs> yeah. She's too far gone. Yeah. Um, she's too far gone. Yeah. yeah. She's too far gone. So I do um, know that actually, so yeah, it was a, a bizarre scene. A, a lot of this film, Go on. Uh, if you, if you stayed to watch the credits, which I obviously did, um, a lot of this film is it's filmed it's filmed in Riga in uh, in Latvia. So <laughs> I don't know if they what? went right. What's a cheap alternative to going to Vietnam? Let's go to Latvia. <laughs> there you go. Where, how? Why? That's bizarre. The, the, yeah. Latvian forests are not the same as as Vietnamese. Yeah. Um, yeah I mean that's that's a, that's a good point. Like I did I did look at parts of this film. And it felt, it did feel like some of it was quite like, I don't want to say the word European because that's not quite right, but it didn't look like Middle America. I mean, no. parts of it did. Um, so yeah, like honestly, there there are parts like that bit where he's walking through the car park after Vietnam. After Vietnam, um, <laughs> I thought it was like a car park in the UK somewhere. Yeah, yeah um, and that may been. very well have been filmed in the US. Um, or it might have been filmed in Riga. That would make a lot of sense. Hmm. Um, okay, so that, I mean, the Vietnam scene didn't work for you, even though when you talked about it, it's quite hilarious. Yeah. Um, what do you make of these? Uh, so there's a couple of scenes. Right at the beginning, you've got uh, him talking to Father Stewart, and it just goes so that they're both sitting there in the middle of the screen. Yeah. And then suddenly it's got a point of view shots close-ups of their face one on the left one on the right and the lighting is like green and red yeah i'm starting to question my faith it's because your world has changed you should travel doug discover how others live i think it'll do you good why have they put this in here like it's bizarre (laughs) i um uh, when I saw that, I was like, I can't. I'm really glad I'm not hosting this because I have no idea how I would explain this scene. <laughs> I think you've done a pretty good yeah. job. It's bizarre. Very, very Garth Marenghi again. Very Garth Marenghi. So Garth Marenghi. It's so. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they. It's almost. It's almost. It's a bit like a Queen music video as well. If you imagine that, like yeah. just sort of their faces, just, but. But then they maintain the shot of the two of them talking in the middle of it as yeah. well. I think it's synced up as well. I for, genuinely think for it looks synced up. most of it, up. it's synced up. And then towards yeah. the end, they lose it. And that then it becomes even funnier. Um, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what... <laughs> like, to what end have you done this? Is yeah. it for comedy value? If so, well done. And this is... This, again, it's my problem... I don't know if it is. I don't know if that yeah. they did that for humour. Um, if they did, it's very but good. Again, they. <clears throat> so then later on, you've got the scene with Doug and Carol where they uh, they they make love. Mm. Um, 
and uh, again it goes to this like you get like multiple almost like comic book-esque like splitting up of the screen different shots screen wipes um, different things happening at different times again with that red and green light I don't know (laughs) what is that symbolic of it evolves into giving you an entire frame by frame recap of the entire movie up to that point um (laughs) like it's it's very fast paced but every single shot that has appeared in the film appears in this montage for some reason um it's terrific yeah it's just yeah i mean yeah again i was sort of looking at it i mean and i'll tell you why it is rubbish um is it's not funny yeah it's just like what is going on here why are they doing this what i actually thought it was going to be which i think would have been funnier um is like really gratuitous like sex that's what i thought it was going to be like kind of like um like like the 80s horror films where it's like over the top sort of you know when you get like um not necessarily in in a, a Jason like Friday the Thirteenth movie, but you know when you get teenagers just running around and it's like oh she's got her boobs out for literally no reason. Yeah. I like I thought it was going to be that sort of over the top. You know he's obviously a priest, but suddenly now he's a Lothario and he's he's going all night because obviously he's the Dragon Warrior as well, yeah. and that's part of the power that you that's get. That's cool. Um, that's what I thought we were going to get, and I thought that would have been funnier. Um, so I, I don't know what they were thinking with the red and green stuff, but hey, you know, <laughs> there's obviously a message there that I'm not smart enough to read through. No, um, you're not on on the level. Yeah, I, I think we need to address um, this costume. Now, obviously, mm. it's it is a look. It is a raptor. It does sort of look like a mini T Rex as well, but just because he's a bit weighty, and I think. Yeah, when you've watched Jurassic Park, you get used to raptors being quite skinny Mm. um, and quick. This is a lumbering idiot in a very cheap-looking dinosaur costume. Yeah. Um, And again, for comedic effect, I absolutely get it. I sort of wish they'd have gone the route of like really shit CGI. That, I think, would have made me laugh more. Um but obviously they couldn't even afford to have a car on fire. So, um, <laughs> uh, so, so, did, so what did yeah. you make of, of their decision to, to go with a, a, a clearly just a crude shit dinosaur costume? I think I think it, they leaned into it, which is good. Um, and the, there's a scene at the end that makes me think that this was a conscious decision rather than just a budget budgetary decision. Um, and... <laughs> It's the line when he goes, I mean, <laughs> it means nothing without context, probably, but we'll try it anyway. When he says, yep. I think my hand is immune. Then he's still got his <laughs> velociraptor claws. Uh, so he's yep. <laughs> he's still he's regular Doug now, but he's got his yep. vel- velociraptor claws, um, which I think yeah, are just and he, like... And he rips Wai Chang's head off, which is... Uh... <gasps> Oh my! I just love. I absolutely love the. I mean, you're talking about leaning into things. The fact that it just shows this shit mannequin close up, close on up. the screen. Stop zooming in on it. Yeah, like that's. Yeah. You're not helping yourself. Oh but... my god, he's ripped his head off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but again, that would have been funnier to me had it just been from behind. Um. Like okay, a little glimpse of the fact that it's a crappy mannequin with some over-the-top eyebrows. Yeah, very similar to mine actually. Um, just stuck on to the uh, to the mannequin's head, but to then just a close-up of it on the floor, it's just like fucking hell. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, look, I mean, like you've like you've said, visual effects were obviously beyond the budget of this film. Um, and <laughs> therefore they are unless they're going to get a real raptor a real velociraptor in um, it does become tricky so yep <laughs> heading to Kmart and picking up I mean 
it, it it was so lumpy. That's the problem with it. It's, it's a very lumpy looking <laughs> dinosaur, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there, there there are some bits that are quite genius where the ninjas are sort of like tripping over its tail and stuff. Yeah. And just sort of jumping around to make this lumbering idiot look like quite devastating. Yeah. Um, I also love the fact that Carol is obviously a ninja as well as a hooker. Um, oh, no brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Mm. Um, and she obviously she's got that uniform as well, so she turns up looking like Lara Croft or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, also, I mean, and I guess maybe we'll get into characters now, and I'll, I'll start with uh, with Carol. Mm. Now, this might say more about me than 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 it does the film. Uh, no doubt, she's she's the most unconvincing prostitute i think i've ever seen in any film ever <laughs> she's too she's too clean there's nothing rough around the edges about her she's a hooker for fuck's sake no listen mate like, you don't understand okay because she is a lawyer doctor who has to uh, i forgot about that. has to take to prostitution to fund her way through college you think i like turning tricks to pay for college there's surprisingly little demand for hooker doctor lawyers which yeah, is the age-old problem. How do you fund your yeah. lawyer doctor studies? Look, look, I'm a lawyer doctor. How are they ever going to take me seriously when they know I was a prostitute pr- before this as well? Yeah, good point. Yeah, <laughs> is she too good for this film? She's all right. She's she really is all right. Um, hundred percent mm. thought. This is she's the best actor in the film. Oh yeah. Has yeah, she done easily. anything else? Have and also, done, it's have you looked like, into that. No, I haven't looked into it. I, I did. I did look into uh, the guy that played Doug, mm. um, and I think the most surprising thing I saw about him is that he did some voice acting work on Red Dead Redemption Two. I was like, "How's he got that?" <laughs> um, <laughs> although I looked at it and it was just like generic crowd people. I was yeah, like, right, yeah. "Fucking hell!" Not even one of the main people. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Doug. Hey, uh, you partner. can leave now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, please leave. Um, and take your red and green lights with you. <laughs> so uh, yeah, she's quite good, and and actually maybe that adds to it. Maybe you know the fact that she is um, <laughs> taking her acting quite seriously in a film where it doesn't need it. Mm. Um, maybe that makes it funnier. Yeah. I guess it does. Yeah. Um, so she's pretty good. Um, what about our lead? What do you reckon? What do you reckon of Doug? Oh, he's way too buff. This isn't. It's not appropriate. But that's hilarious, though, isn't it? He should not be a priest. That shouldn't yeah. be allowed. Again, it's hilarious. Like, I mean, the bit where they have the little montage and he starts working out. Yeah. It's like, one, why does he work? He's a fu- <laughs> he's a dragon warrior. He's like he could just turn into a raptor. Why does he need to work out? I'm confused. Um, so yeah. that's bizarre. Imagine that. You yeah. don't get like fucking Peter Parker's like, right? I've been bitten by a spider. I better start going to the gym. It's like, yeah. no. You don't need to, mate. Um, I thought the whole point was to go out and stop criminals. You're fucking wasting time with a gym membership, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, he is way too buff to be a priest. Yeah. Um, that's hilarious. I love it. I mean, what's he fucking bench pressing? Like, the body of Christ. Like, I mean, come on. Honestly. It's mental. <laughs> Good that. I've not written that, by the way. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I, uh, do you know what? I thought he was hilarious. Um, and I was going to tweet him. I did forget, but actually I didn't forget. I didn't want to tweet him because I didn't want you to see me tweet my thoughts on the film. So mm. I will tweet him after this. Yeah. Do you know what I was genuinely going to do? What? As a little surprise. Ask him, ask him to join I was going to tweet him and get him to jump on this podcast. Oh my God. Now, um, and to further surprise you, he is jumping on. <laughs> no, he's not. So bear with me two seconds. No, he isn't really. Um, I have one more character that I want to discuss. I mean, uh, you can open it up to discuss Father Stuart if you want. But um, this pimp, yeah. what would you make of him? Uh, what's his name? Billy Mermaid or something. Yeah, something. Yeah, Billy Mermaid, I think is probably correct. Yeah, De- Mermaid something. Frankie Mermaid. I did not understand. Call me him. Billy Mermaid because I'm swimming in bitches. That's right. Some shit like that. That's that's the line. Yeah. Now, what's my name? Frankie Mermaid. And why is my name Frankie Mermaid? Speak up, girls! I'm gonna give you the fucking boot! Because you're swimming in bitches. You're goddamn right. <laughs> I I didn't understand him at all. 
Um, my, I, I, I think the big joke with him is that he's balding um, on top. Uh, but has oh, like long greasy hair but it, then he takes his hat off and he has no hair on top of his head so that's the funny thing yep. about him always um, good his his death scene was quite funny to be fair um, yeah I mean <laughs> uh, <laughs> he gets he gets clawed at by the Velocipasta uh, and then yep. proceeds to sort of scream in an ungodly manner. ages dying. Uh, yeah, <laughs> for ages. Um, <laughs> and and that's him done. Uh, <laughs> there, there is a shot of him. They they reveal that he was he or he reveals in fact that he was the one who killed Doug's parents. Um, mm. And the shot of him. Watching the car explode is just bizarre. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing with his body. He's like <clears throat> sort of. He's all like hunched over. Hunched over, uh, like rubbing his mm. legs or something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Oh yes, yes. Ooh. Yeah. What's What's funnier is I'm assuming that the point is that he's standing at a different part of the road, watching <laughs> this car explode that obviously doesn't because of. You know, budgetary reasons. Yeah. Um, he's standing in the same spot where yeah. the whole thing happens. He's got the same background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's quite funny. Um, it would have been would have been funnier if, like, as he's standing there, part of that VFX was still vis- visible, <laughs> like just just, just the to v. the right of the f- camera frame. <laughs> yeah, that would have been quite funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, do you know what? I mean, given that he's in it for, you know, five minutes tops, like screen time wise, mm. um, I thought he was pretty funny. He sort of reminded me of, like, I wouldn't be surprised if he was the one that directed the film. Like, yes. he really seemed like he was enjoying himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like a Tarantino-esque time. bizarre cameo in a film mm. where it just doesn't really make sense. That's kind of what he reminds me of. Yeah. Um, but he does his job. He does his job. Um, um, I thought he was good. Hey, instead of uh, instead of using the time that you've put aside for me to possibly discuss other characters, can I just can I give mm. you a couple of couple of classic lines? Um, if you oh, remember, please we, do. We used to was it when we did was it when we did Westworld? We had we had worst line of the week. Um, worst line of the week, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's hard to narrow that down here, but there are a couple that I thought <laughs> would be worth mentioning. Um, one of them is, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to give much context here, but Father Stewart says, What, what did that did Chinese, Chinese say? say? <laughs> How's that a sentence? <laughs> what did that Chinese say? You can't say that. Hey, look, it's just being honest, all right? <laughs> no, he can, I think. Yeah, okay. <laughs> He's been to Vietnam, he yeah, knows. He's a Vietnam vet. Yeah. He's a Vietnam vet. He knows exactly what it's like. The other the other yeah. one I wanted to mention is this classic. This, If you were to give a bit of dialogue that summed up the film this is it mm. um so this is carol and doug talking and carol says i don't, I don't know, I don't much, know much, about much about god, god. and doug says i don't, I don't know, know much, much about, about dinosaurs, dinosaurs. <laughs> it's just great <laughs> that's, yeah that's just excellent um oh, look, honest what do you mean <laughs> <laughs> and then the the only other one i wanted to say uh just because it's a complete lie is um, there's a scene after Doug and Carol have have made love, and we've got that we've had that brilliant montage. They're lying in bed together, and all these ninjas jump in through the window. Carol reveals that yep. she's actually a super ninja, as is Doug. They beat up the ninjas, yep. and one of them, with his dying breath, says, "Remember, Remember your, your faith. faith," and, um, and then dies. <laughs> Anyway, we we cut yeah. away to another scene. Come back, and Doug. There's like a voice voiceover of Doug just saying, "Good thing that ninja told us where the hideout is before he died." Good thing that ninja told us where the hideout was before he died. <laughs> well, he absolutely didn't. We saw him die, and he didn't yeah. say that. That's yeah, a, what that's lie. a lie. That's yeah, nonsense. Yeah. Um, Don't lie to us. But again, 
you know but it's funny isn't it it's funny yeah, it's get, funny. like if you if this was a garth Marenghi film yeah you'd be like i love that yeah that's that is true that would be that would be in best lines yeah. of the week i've completely forgot to mention this doctor at the end of the film <laughs> oh, yeah what's so weird why is that why is yeah. that a thing so he come he comes in he's a very casual doctor yeah very sure of himself which is like yeah look she you know she's fine she's absolutely fine you know, she was sliced in half with a samurai sword, but hey, do you know what? She's fine. Sits there, lights a cigarette. He's got the little thing on his head that falls down as soon as he sits down um, and yeah. covers his eyes. And then he has to adjust his headgear. He's yeah. brilliant. That was good. He's just such a casual doctor and he sits there feeling like looking so smug with himself. Um, Maybe he's yeah, the and then director. just lights up a cigarette. He might be the director. Yeah. He might be. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's, it was him and Billy Mermaid joint. <laughs> It'd be like the new Wachowskis or some shit. Yeah, that's it. Or the Farrelly brothers. Um, um, but then also with that, Doug then goes and sees <clears throat> Carol, who had died in the previous scene, but is now fine. And she confirms that she's fine. And then in massive letters on screen, it says, <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. sure why. Well, look, you know, just in case you're not sure. Are you okay? I'm fine. You're fine. <laughs> um, cool. All right, well, let's get on to bloob scores because um, I cannot believe we've run to this time, to be honest. But um, So anyway, do you know what? I'm going to go first this time. Hmm. Selfish. Um, I'm going to keep it very, very short. Um I think this is by far the best film that I've seen in the worst of Netflix um, uh, saga, let's <laughs> say. Probably over the top, but I like it. Um, a lot of this film is hilarious, and sitting here talking about it, I think I enjoy it more now, retrospectively thinking about it, than I did at the time. Yeah, It's also very, very short. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think it was. I think it's an hour and ten minutes, but five minutes of that are the credits. <laughs> um, I also love the absolutely bonkers soundtrack to this film because we haven't mentioned it, but it is mental. Like it's so over the top, like rocky. I mean, the fact that he's in a car driving around uh, in, I think, China on his travels. Um, his parents have obviously just been blown up, so he's pretty distraught. He's in this car, he's got rock music on, he's loving it, he's tapping the wheel and everything. Mm. It's like, you know, like he's just won the lottery or something. He is a cool priest. Um, so it's so stupid. It, and, it, and that sort of sums up the entire film for me. It is very stupid, um, but it's the, a, and a hilarious kind of stupid for me. It's the sort of thing I love. Um... And you are absolutely spot on to reference Garth Marenghi because that that is what this is. Yeah. Um, and I I still rewatch Garth Marenghi's Dark Place now because I, I find it hilarious. It's brilliant. So and unique, very unique. So I'm actually going to give this three bloobs. Wow. Do you know what's mad? Is that is more blueberries than Len thinks the Princess Bride deserves. <laughs> I think Len would give this three bloobs. Yeah, he would prefer this to Princess Bride, which is nuts. Definitely. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. Look, you speak. You, you speak a lot of sense, and and I have to agree. Talking about it has made <laughs> made me like the film a lot more as well. Um, mm. And some of the bits that I thought sort of annoyed me actually do make me laugh now that I think about it. Um, I would say though that there's there is a bit of a lack of consistency in how straight this is being played by some compared to others, which just causes mm. it to fall through the cracks a little bit when you compare it to something that something like Dark Place. Um, yeah, it's not my favorite of the films that we have watched. If I if I was to go back and watch any film. That we've that we've talked about on worse than Netflix, it's still Alienator. I I had a mm. genuinely good time watching that, um, and I would I would happily watch that again. Velocipasta, 
maybe my favorite thing about it is that it's 70 minutes long which you know <laughs> that's not a positive yeah um that said well. that said i laughed a few times watching it and and i didn't hate those 70 minutes and i'm gonna give it two blueberries which i think it it more than deserves um and mm. if i was to have spoken about it in a little bit more detail and i'm glad we didn't i would worry that i would end up giving it three blueberries and regretting giving out some <laughs> blueberries to it um but i think yeah. it deserves those two bloobs um so I'm, yeah. I'm content with that score yeah no that that's fair and um look like context is everything with these films <clears throat> in reality they're probably all one or zero bloob but yeah. uh, uh, because some people i'm sure some people say oh but you gave like avatar free bloobs <laughs> you know, yeah. this isn't as good as avatar and it's like <laughs> no but it's context isn't it yeah. um yeah and uh, i might even have give avatar two bloobs i can't remember but again it's the context of, of what you're watching like as ever mm. it's time for you to reveal you know my well, at this time you've you've said i've got a choice you so do, why don't yeah. you run through the choices and i'll pick our next film well you know i i've been inspired by our delve into the pits of prime each of these films is sort of it all follows a similar theme and this theme i think you're going to have a good time with these with whichever one you pick um yeah we're going old school <clears throat> we're going we're going seriously old school uh, i've seen it seen it mate yeah <laughs> we're um uh the the most recent of the three choices that you have is a 1968 movie um fucking hell yeah um and the these three films that you can choose from are all available on amazon prime at least in australia and i'm going by that rule because by the way i didn't let you tell you this but um velocipasta is not um so uh maybe i'll go chronologically for you all right um option number one is uh 1953 movie <laughs> mm. In the not-too-distant future of 1970, the United States is considering <laughs> building bases on the moon and send a female colonel and two men to investigate. One of the men turns out to be a foreign spy and the entire operation and the future of the free world is in danger. And that's the uh, 1953 Project Moon Base. Um running at an hour and three minutes uh, and receiving an Ooh. IMDb rating of 3.3. Jesus. Yeah. But a short film. Short so film. So could be, yeah, could be a front runner short just film. through runtime. But you've got to say that synopsis is not inspiring and certainly not as inspiring as the others that are coming. So uh, not that I'm, I, I'm mm. not trying to influence your decision. Just, you know, you go with what you feel. <laughs> but next in line, we have yeah. the, uh, the 1957 uh, movie The Astounding She-Monster <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here's a little yeah. storyline for you Crooks take over the country house of a geologist after they have kidnapped an heiress where they plan to hold her ransom uh, sorry, where they plan to hold her until the ransom is collected Soon well, this is this is such a detail. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm just reading ahead now. I'm like, wait a second. No, we're all right. We're all right. Soon they hear an explosion in the woods nearby that turns out to be a spaceship containing a glowing blonde alien with a skin-tight metallic Ooh. suit, high heels, lipstick, and incredible eyebrows, much like yours, John. She kills mm. with her touch which contains radium poisoning. <laughs> oh, much like me again, yeah. Much like you. Uh, that's a, that's yeah. that's 3.7 um, on IMDb. Hmm. Doesn't appear to have a running time. Oh, no, an hour an hour and two minutes. Here we go. We've tapped into a... Oh, see, this is what I'm, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. We, we, this is good. This is better. Yeah. Um, okay, but 1968, so slightly more contemporary, but as an option for the... Yeah pretty poor pits of prime 
pal. We have yeah. the planet of prehistoric p- women. It's just women, but um, voyage <laughs> to the planet of prehistoric women. Astronauts landing on Venus encounter dangerous creatures and almost meet. <laughs> I love this so much. I'm just gonna just gonna start again. Astronauts landing on Venus encounter dangerous creatures and almost meet some sexy Venusian women who like to sunbathe <laughs> in hip-hugging, skin-tight pants, and she shall... She shall <laughs> that's a tongue twister. She seashells. shall brasseries. Seashells. Brasseries, sorry. Brasseries. Brasseries. Brasseries, yeah. <laughs> well, a lovely steak, this. Yeah. <laughs> So that's um, that's the planet of prehistoric women. So you've got Project Moonbase, 1953, <coughs> The Astounding She-Monster, 1957, and The Voyage to the Planet of Prehistoric Women, uh, 1968. That's uh, That's got a score of 2.9 on IMDb. It's an hour and 18 one. minutes long. <sighs> See, that is disappointing. Um, okay, so... I mean, I think we, despite the runtime, <clears throat> I think let's uh, let's go on a voyage to Venus. Yay. I think let's let's take the worst of the Netflix to the uh, scantily clad world well, of the Venusian women. They they almost um, encounter let's them. Do that. So brilliant. Yeah. Well, coming up next, voyage to the planet of prehistoric women. Um. But no, I'm looking forward to that. I am looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, and I'll I'll up my game in terms of you know Venus-based space puns before then. Please do. Um, but that does bring us to a close. Um, so cheers, Gaz. Cheers, man. Um, if you have enjoyed this episode, listeners, um, do send us your feedback. Send us your feedback, okay? Because <laughs> I haven't had any of the last three episodes. It's slightly pissing me off, but. Mm. You know, it's fine. You're busy. That's absolutely fine. We we know um, we've but got. But if you listens. do have any thoughts, we've got listens, which is nice. Yeah. So that's lovely. I Keep listening. Yeah, I can see you. Yeah, right. And I know where you're based, Chicago. Yeah. Um, that's right. But, you, you know, Chicago you. listener. Yeah. Yeah, your Chicagoian, your scantily clad Chicagoian. I think is what they're probably called. Yeah. Um, send us your thoughts at fancriticalpodcast at gmail dot com. Um. Or you can message me on Twitter, FanCriticalPod. Um, no one messages us on Instagram um, apart from just bots that are like, promote this on blah, blah records. It's like, can you go away? Honestly. Yeah. Every time. Um, every time I get tagged in one of those, I'm like, oh, brilliant. We've had we've had a lovely listener give us a, a little message or a bit of feedback. And it says, promote yeah. your podcast on A12 Podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, no. oh, cheers, mate. And also, by tagging me out there, it makes my profile look more active than it is. Honestly, seconds later, some girl messaging me on Instagram going, hey, man, in a group of about 50 other losers, yeah. going, hey, do you want to see my hot body? Come to this page for cams. And it's like, no, all right, I'm already paying for four others. Leave me alone. Okay. Um, and, you know, for me to be able to keep paying for these scam pages, if you want to donate some dollars, you can. Um, at our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash fancritical um, and again you know if you do subscribe on there drop us a message you know and give us your feedback in terms of stuff you want us to cover you know yeah. we're open um, thanks for listening stay safe um, Gaz thanks for joining me today thanks mate thanks um, for hosting yeah no, no worries um, and that's it you know, so I look forward to to going on the voyage to Venus. Mm. Um, uh, in you know maybe six weeks' time. Let's be honest, because yeah. this is the quickest we've done back to back. Worst of Netflix ever. Um, we are getting a bit slick at it. They're not two and a half hours anymore. Um, but look, thanks for listening. Stay safe um, and look forward very soon to another episode of the Worst of Netflix. Goodbye. Goodbye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. 
And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.